gonna let it ride out. It's all-star break, baby. Breaking for the all-stars. So we gotta play it out for the all-stars. Give them their send-off for the all-stars. We also gotta let it ride, man, because you know this is a, this was a nice two-game winning streak. You know this is nice. This is a tough little seven-game stretch. We finally finished it out. Now we get a little break, and we're gonna uh, we, we go into the all-star break fully well knowing what the fuck is up with this shit. So we're just gonna give it to you and let it run. Go ahead, enjoy it. You never get to hear this. Because you don't listen to this show because nobody listens to this show. I'm the only one that does this and I'm the only one that listens to the background. So all the fucking like views and all the shit that you see, that's me. Nobody else. That's how sad and pathetic this shit is. But I consider it therapy and I enjoy doing it. So go fuck it. Go fuck it. Okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. We're stopping it. Stopping it. Uh, we're here. We're here. Are we doing this? Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm not ready yet. I thought I was ready, but I'm not ready yet. I think I'm ready now. Are you ready? He cultura. He cultural. He cultura. He cultura. Ra, ra, ra. He cultura. 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 However you say it, that's how you say it now and forever. I don't make the rules. I just make the rules. I am Studio Mogura. Studio M-O-G-U-R-A. Hit me up at the PayPal. Hit me up at the Cash App. All donations go toward the making of my independent film and my independent animated pilot. Please. Anything you can donate, I will put you on the IMDb listing and I will give you producer credit. So if you donate, <clears throat> whether a dollar or a million, I'll give you producer credit. I had to take a sip. Sorry. So please do. Because that would be, we really need the extra uh, funds for that. Check out my book, Fumu Nights, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. A chronicle of the Miami rave scene in the early 2000s. Basically, my adventures growing up, my misadventures growing up uh, as a raver in Miami. Going to this party called Full Moon Nights that took place here off of the Palmetto. And it was basically this all-ages crazy-ass event that, uh, you know, happened after the place would close. They would throw this party, and they were doing this for a whole fucking year, and this is a story about the last one. So please check it out. Mature audiences only. She gets crazy. Also check out my Octo, my website, octotaco.com. Uh, it's basically my blog and my uh, personal comic shop where I per- put up my own personal collection, and if you see any comics that you want, please let me know, and I'll, we can finagle. Check out my T Public, T Public slash Studio Mogura, wherever, however it is, but search Studio Mogura. I don't know on T Public, but check it out. That is where you can go get the official Hikoltura T-shirt, as well as my other designs. Please check that out. It's a great way to support. And last but not, not, not least, uh, please check out my Spotify playlist, which is my whole entire discography dating back to uh, 1999 up until last year with my latest release, The Reflection Blinds You from Seeing the Truth. That is the easiest way to support me and help me out. 
put a couple bucks in my pocket, and you get to listen to some really good tunes. Uh, if you like EDM, you're gonna find something. If you like hip hop, you're gonna find something. If you like, you know, punk rock and, and you know stuff like that, you're gonna you're gonna probably like it because there's a lot of a lot of my music is basically a cross between electronica, hip hop, and punk rock. So uh, please check that out and support. Okay, so that's how we go, and that's how it is. Crolling, crolado, continuing the story. Ahora mismo. I have some cake. My mom made me a chocolate cake today. It was very nice. I'm so glad I got and I got her flowers, which was awesome because I was I had her on the phone when she got her, and I got scared because it turns out they, they just took the package and they threw that shit like in her fucking yard and in the, the concrete. And I was like, here you go. They threw it to her. I was like, what the fuck? But when she opened it, the, the flowers were okay. They were bunched up and tied really really packaged very well. The vase was you know packaged really well, so nothing was fine. Everything was fine. So cool. And I got to her, hear her open it and be very excited. It was very nice. And uh, she made me cake. So we're eating the cake. I made some coffee. I know I shouldn't have, but I had to because I got to stay up and I got to work on this, uh, this script shit. Um, so uh, I, I made coffee and I wanted to be a little perked up for this, you know. And uh, we have a wide selection today of cannabis. Stuff that's going to rock our world. We've got... Bringing in the Domega. Also bringing in the Grease Monkey. We also have uh, some other ones that I haven't opened that I'm going to leave closed because I'd rather just, you know, if I, can leave it, if I leave it closed, then I just I don't rip through everything. And it tends to last me a little longer. So, um, so the other ones I have are the, the, the Preferred Garden Snacks. 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 With a Z. Which is at 31%. And that shit is fucking awesome. We've had this before. It's really good. We also got some more of the Deep Space. They finally got the Deep Space back, which was out of this world. I remember smoking that and feeling like, where the fuck am I? And then we also re-upped on the Candy Corn number 6, which we love. Uh, and so I'm just going to keep these on the side and not, not do any of them. We're just going to focus on the Don Mega. And we're going to focus on the Grease Monkey. Okay, because the Grease Monkey's coming in at... 28% and the Dun Mega is at uh, 25%. Okay. And uh, I, I already had a little bit, I had the last of the snack of the candy corn from my previous purchase. So um, I had a little bit of that. And that has a little, it's kind of similar to the, to the, Don, the Dun Mega. So although this Dun Mega is a little better. No, it's it's really not. I mean, usually the Don Mega is like a little purpley and a little darker, and this is just green and very yellow, uh, orangey hair. So I feel like it wasn't. Uh, it was picked a little too early, it seems. But it, it looks good, it's, you know. And I'm sure it smokes great. And I and it's the same batch I had before, so it, I know it's good. Uh, so we're gonna try this Grease Monkey. We're gonna have some chocolate cake because we can eat it too. And we're gonna have some cafecito and green tea, and then the water to put it all down. Okay. And then I also, I was like cleaning up my area because that's kind of why I started a little late because I was cleaning up everything and I wanted to just kind of have a good kind of like clean area and space because it was getting nasty. And I found a, oh, a fuck ton of Keef I have. I've got a good little sliver of wax that's like on the side of this thing that I know I can just scrape off and put on something and that'll fuck you up really good. And then I've got a nice, a nice amount of uh, 
of True Clear left, which is always nice. So we're gonna we're gonna go a little crazy today, you know, because it's that day. I don't like to, to talk about that day, but it's that you know what day it is today. You know what it is. I know I'm one of those. Sue me. What are you gonna do? Okay, I've had bad experiences. I don't want to say that. Oh, I said I'm broken. Because strangely enough, when I got back together with the ex, um, getting back, I was for like for like a decade, I couldn't date. And I was destroyed. And ultimately, I reached back out to her because, you know, the pandemic happened. And the last girl that I was kind of seeing or that I saw uh, and I was really good friends with at that point, like I was, we became good friends. Like it was just, we had, we had known each other since high school and then we had like this moment and... It just didn't work, and so we just remained really good, really close friends, you know. And uh, she was the only person that I got, that understood, like that I wrote, and she wrote, and she was into filmmaking, and I she was into Hitchcock, so it was just like this amazing connection that we had. And she ultimately passed during pandemic, which was really, really hard. And uh, that made me like fucking feel like shit. What if this other girl, like you know, was something happened to her? And then I reached out to her, and look, and strangely enough, you know, oddly enough, it, it, she wasn't seeing anybody. She wanted to meet up, and we got back together. It was, it was a great, it was a great time. You know, it was nice, even though it was short lived. It was nice, and even though like she ultimately destroyed it for like the, like no reason at all. Like she just, she just bailed. Uh, and kind of just like left me hanging. I just had to stay there and just take it. Be like, all right, you get to, you get to destroy my heart again. Congratulations. And I have to sit here and take it. And I can't say anything back to you because if I say something back, oh, it's going to piss you off and then you'll really never talk to me again, which is so stupid. Like, it's just, I'm, she, she should know that I love her no matter what. And I should be able to kind of point out when she does fucked up things. But she's the kind of person that you can't point out when, when they do fucked up things because, you know, she thinks she never does fucked up things. So, but whatever, you know, it happened. And, you know, I, I still love her and I will take her back in, a, in, in an instant because there hasn't been anybody else that I've met like her. And, and at the same time, while I say that, I, I also learned that, hey, you know what? Like, I thought for a long time that I couldn't date again and I couldn't love again and I, could, I couldn't control, like, uh, my anxiety, you know, being around someone that, like, I really cared about like that. And then ultimately, whenever I hung out with I was fine. Like, I didn't feel shit. And I was like, you know what? I can, I can get back on this horse again. So ultimately, after that, like, I'm like, I'm not, you know, I don't really need to be, like, seeing a ton of women to kind of wipe the brain. No, I was like, yeah. I run into a ch uh, someone that's you know I connect with and you know it's she's you know we're, we're attracted to each other sure whatever. But deep down inside, ultimately, you know what? I I still care about this girl, and uh, I'm sure she's like with a new relationship and having the time of her life today, being treated like a fucking princess like she likes to. So congratulations on that. Go fuck yourself. And on that note, let's fucking get stoned. Because yeah, I'm talking too much about this bullshit. And that's why I don't like today, because I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Forces either side mostly the male side to kind of open up their fucking wallets again and that's basically how you're fucking saying i love you is is you have to buy something for this person and it's like yo a month ago i just spent a fuck ton of money on christmas buy presents for everybody and i don't even get a month which is just two checks and one of those checks goes to completely totally completely goes to rent okay and then the other check like ha a little bit more than half of it, almost three fourths of it, goes to just bills. Credit card, this shit, that shit, and I'm I'm left with basically every single time just enough to buy some bud, 
have a little bit on the side for like in case of anything that I gotta make a purchase or something, and food, and like I'm talking about like barely any food. Like if I want more food, that means I have less to kind of fall back on. And at the same time, I'm short. I'm still short like two hundred bucks because they raised the fucking rent. So I'm st- I'm always short two hundred bucks, and I gotta like sc- always scramble to find that somehow. So that's why I'm so grateful for Vietnam for coming through with six million fucking streams of my track. Because that put $200 in my pocket, and that instead of the $200 of me playing and being behind on fucking rent, I was able, my battery died, and that shit cost 200 bucks. So I was able to pay that and then not lose the $200 and not be fucked. So thank you again for v- Vietnam, 6 million fucking streams, you fucking rock. And strangely enough, 6 million streams on the album that's dedicated to her. So I found that very, I find that very funny. But whatever, you know, this is what we do. This is what, like, I guess you know, guys do or something. No, they don't. Guys go fuck somebody else, and and and, and they'll give a fucking shit. And I'm the kind of person. Well, you know, I I found somebody that I really liked, and and, and I know that like I I know there's other people that are are cool, and I can get along. But I really this particular flavor of a person, this person right here, I really like them. And and I don't I don't mind always having the door open for that even even if she treats me like shit because in reality she really it wasn't that she treated me like shit it was just like she just couldn't fucking keep her shit in check and she just I thought she settled down and she didn't she didn't settle down she's still you know all over the place so and I don't mean that like she's a floozy or something it wasn't anything like that it was just like she was you know she just didn't. She had convinced herself before we even started again that it would never work. And then once it started working and it was like, if you don't do, if you don't pull the fucking trigger or if you don't pull the ripcord now, you're going to probably end up like marrying this guy. And that, I guess, scared her. That freaked her the fuck out. And it's like, I can understand that that freaks you out if you're like fucking 18 or 25. But when you're over 30 years old, when you're 33 fucking years old, like, come on. The fuck are you gonna do? Like, give it a chance, and like, the, at the first sign of like me like doing something that she didn't like, which wasn't even really that bad. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I fucking you know ran over a baby or something. Uh, you know, it's it's nothing like, it's, oh, I don't like that you talk over me. And it's like, well, I just have never talked. I haven't talked to another fucking person in like years because. I've, Stuck myself inside the room, and I've I've pretty much have had my head in an animation and film and drawing and writing, and I haven't looked up for ten fucking years, bro, because I've had this is what it takes. And when I look up after ten fucking years, I see you there, and I'm just like, I want to tell you everything that's fucking happened, and it's just like it's a tidal wave that comes out, and I get very and I just like I'm sorry, but I I always like try and fix it, and I try and like whatever she didn't like, I would try and fix, but it didn't work out. I don't know why I'm talking about this. You know, because why am I, what am I going to talk about? The fucking 76ers game? And how we beat their fucking asses? How, like, they, you really thought we were going to lose that game? I knew we were going to win that game. When, when, when Tyrese Maxey had the lead going into halftime, oh, I knew we were going to win that game. I knew we were going to win it. It would have been a problem if they went into halftime, like, up 20. Like, if we would have been, like, tied and thing, and then all of a sudden they went on a run and we couldn't keep up with them... Because what, what ended up happening is we were like, they were in mixed shot, we were matching each other's shot. But then in the second half, it started to be about runs. They made a run, we made a run, then they made a run, then we made a run, and that's it. 
Sorry, I had to snort, so I didn't want to hear. Well, I didn't want you to hear the snort. So we're gonna try this grease monkey right now. Grease monkey, rather flowery. Twenty-eight percent. Rock and roll. Smells like incense. It's great. Oh, nice, nice, very nice. So, it was a good. These two games that we won are really important for many reasons. First off, we had our closeout game already. Hold on, I gotta go change my glasses. Give me one second, I just realized. Sorry, I'll be back. Hold on, still here. There you go. Sorry, bye. I just, I just realized I had my more powerful glasses, so I, it, it, it sucks to focus. <clears throat> but uh, we finished our. Our, our, we won our seven-game series. We won our series. And we won it good because we won it yesterday with four games out of seven, and now we win five games out of seven. And that's what we want. That's what we wanted. And we won these last two games against teams that are supposedly way better than us. Right? If anybody's asked, you're asking, you're asking panels and shit, hey, who's the, who the better? Oh, 76ers for sure, right? That's what they're saying because they have the better record. You know what I saw tonight? After seeing us go to Milwaukee and beat their asses and then go to 76ers and beat their asses. We're the team to beat. You may look at our record and you may think, oh no, the Heat are fucking bullshit. They're only like, they're seventh in the fucking East. Like, ugh. Like, that's your problem, and we've been talking about this for a while now, man. If you listen to the previous sequel to this, you're going to see that it's like, oh, we're just talking about the same fucking shit. You guys are focused too much on the rankings. You guys think of it as like the number one team is always going to be the number one team. For, for the most part, in the history of the NBA, that's held true. But now that we've moved it beyond the, the, the Steph Curry era, we know that every game is susceptible to flip on, on, a, on a, anybody getting hot from three. There are too many good three-point shooters in the league any, not, right now. There's too many. Not that there's too many and we got to get rid of them. No, no, there's there's too many in the sense that, like, you can't think that... Like, like tonight was a great example because people were leaving when we were up six with, like, a minute left. And it was, like, such a disrespect. Like, let me tell you something, you Sixer fans, okay? I'm talking to you. Don't, don't let me ever hear you talk shit about the Heat leaving early. Don't ever let me hear you talk shit about the Heat getting there late. Or anything about the Heat fan. Because tonight, you were down six points. And they brought you back within a fucking one possession. They brought they got it back. And you had a chance to win that game at the end. Or at least tie it. And you all, you all fucking left with like, you know, with plenty of time. Like, man, I have a, we have a, I have a philosophy. And I attribute it also to heat, heat, heat culture philosophy, which is that the game doesn't start until there's like a minute left. For most most games, don't begin until there's a minute left because 
the whole game is just essentially just matching points, matching points, and making sure that at the end of the last minute, you guys, you're, you're within three or you're tied. I don't, that was a chair. I don't know what that was. That was something weird. Something like a duck, right? It wasn't a fart. It was a duck. I mean, it was a chair, but it sounded like a duck, like it was a fart. You know what I mean? Anyways, I would let, trust me, I would let you know. So, I forgot my string. You know what? Fuck it. Who cares? Who cares, right? Because who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Nobody. I'm going to have some more coffee. Do not judge this Heat team by its record or by its position in the standings. The three-pointer has changed the game. And Miami has figured out another way to approach the playoffs. Nick fans and all the other fans, you're look, you, you, you guys flip out over every single individual game. Do or die. Oh my God, we lost this game. It's over. We don't look at that shit like that anymore. We don't give a fuck about the one game. We give a fuck about the seven game series. How do we do in a stretch of seven games? If we have more positive seven-game series, we're going to make the playoffs at some capacity, and we're going to make the playoffs prepared to win playoff games. A lot of the teams in the NBA are prepared to win individual regular season games. You are not built or prepared to win postseason seven-game series. The only team that's fucking like at our level with that shit is the Celtics. Milwaukee sometimes, but for the most part, they have they still continue to fall into their own trap. And the Celtics really like they fall into the also trap that they will they want the one seed and they want the home court advantage and they want all that shit. They're like, you know, I don't want to call them the Patriots. Because they're, I don't, I don't want to call them that. But they're more like Dallas Cowboys kind of shit. I see, where they have a really great record in the regular season, and when postseason comes, they get fucking killed at home. That's what happened last year. It's happened before. This team is fully capable of making it back to the NBA Finals. Currently, we're drinking, we're eating, we're slurping a lot. We love it. Currently, with this, the way that the NBA is 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 kind of right right now, it's Heat Celtics again. You know it. You know it. You know it's Heat Celtics again, and it's not going to be Heat Celtics because the way that things are kind of shaping it either it's going to be the heat celtics are going to be like the first game of the fucking of the playoffs the first series of the playoffs we're going to we're going to either meet them in round 1 or <clears throat> we'll meet them in the eastern conference finals cuz I, I i don't know if we'll i don't you know you know what i don't want to say that man because i keep i, I keep forgetting like i keep thinking the fucking mb is playing he's not and uh the 76ers are fucking falling, man. They're gonna fall. They're gonna fall. If we just seeing how they played tonight, I mean they're gonna get they're gonna lose a lot of games. 
that team has reverted back to being a very young team. It's very gritty. It's very scrappy. But in the end, it's gonna. It's still young. And and Therese Maxey's not uh, not enough by himself. No way. Therese Maxey in no way is the kind of player that's like, oh, I can run a team by myself. No, he's not. He's he's a good add-on piece. He's a good point guard to have when you have a superstar like Joel Embiid. That's where he shines. But by himself, having a load, no way. No way. No. They're going to fall. And we're going to get Jimmy Butler back after the fucking All-Star break. And we're going to get Jimmy Butler back in an interesting mindset. Because whatever the fuck happened to him, it's either gonna, it's either gonna hurt him when he plays, and he's just not gonna be. But you know Jimmy Butler, right? Like you've seen Jimmy Butler, you see what kind of player Jimmy Butler has proven to be. He likes to fuck around, have a good time, all this kind of shit. He's a happy guy. But when push ups up, he is the guy. He's he has shown you it's either him or Tatum, and it's been mostly him. I mean, I don't even want to bring Giannis has been was been won a title. Sure, that one year that we came off the bubble, we were dead fucking tired. Oh, I'll give him that. But that's it. Since then, nothing. Since January this season, five hundred team. It's gonna catch up to them. You know, relying on Damian Lillard to to shoot these insane fucking shots, and it's like, no. To me, you know what Damian Lillard is to me? He's Trey Young. That's how I got to look at him. You know, and sure, he'll make a couple shots, he'll get hot and shit like that, but everybody gets fucking hot in this league. Look at Robinson, will get fucking hot too, bro. And what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to bring me Damian Lillard and act like Damian Lillard is this like, Oh my God, he's a superstar player, and he's just you know. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna put Duncan Robinson right in front of you. The guy that if you put if you make if you put Duncan Robinson to hit a wide open shot with aliens threatening to destroy us, he'll miss that shit. We're fucked. Like no guarantee. That's a that's a guarantee. Duncan Robinson will miss the wide open shot for a three, if aliens land on this planet and threaten us with its destruction. You can book that shit. But you can also book that if Damien if if if. Uh, Duncan Robinson gets fucking hot in the game, and you, he's, he, and you see that he hits that first one or two threes, and that shit looks good. You got a problem, bro. If Duncan Robinson hits twenty, dude, it's done. It's done. We're undefeated if he hits twenty, which is the that's why he's so key to this team. All we gotta do from here on out is make sure Duncan Robinson hits twenty fucking points. If we can put 20 points in the pocket of Duncan Robinson and get that motherfucker to average 21, if we can get Duncan Robinson to average 21, 22 points a game, we will fucking destroy everyone. Everyone. Everyone! That is not a joke. That is not me being a zealous, stupid, crazy fucking Heat fan. No, it's not. I'm more a crazy Jet fan than a Heat fan. I'm a sensible Heat fan. Like I, I look at logic, and I'm telling you, logically, you know who you know, Duncan Robinson. It's a guy you can't trust. You don't know if he's gonna make the three, but you also know that this season he's been a little bit better, and he's been going to the he's been going to the basket more. And more importantly, when that motherfucker scores twenty, we are fucking we are undefeated, ten and zero. 
that guy's got to score 20. That has got to be like on the top list of what this team has to do offensively. Get Duncan Robinson. Fuck Hero getting 20. Fuck everybody else. Duncan Robinson's got to fucking eat. That is very obvious. If we can get Duncan Robinson with fucking 15 in his pocket before halftime, dude, I mean, that just changes the dynamic of the fucking game right there. Because going into the second half, they got to worry about Duncan Robinson getting five more fucking points for two fucking quarters. And then Hero can eat. Then Bam can just fucking rip. Everybody can rip. Everybody can fucking eat. Everybody. While they're fucking worrying about Duncan Robinson just shooting two more threes. If Duncan Robinson goes into the third quarter with 15 fucking points, all that motherfucker's got to do is hit two more threes, and we basically have won the game. That's what they're protecting. That's what they're defending. I mean, what, that's all we got to do. That's all we got this team has to do. Get Duncan Robinson 20 fucking points. Like, change the name of this team from Miami Heat to we're, gonna, we're here to get Duncan Robinson 20 fucking points. Hashtag, we're here to get, you know, at, we're here to get Duncan Robinson 20 fucking points. Dot com. What more do you want? That is the fucking stat right there, bro. Hey, I'm going to throw this out before anything. Don't you fucking goddamn dare that just because Butler's out and we're winning, we, we, we can be without him. No, we're not. We are we are running on pure adrenaline right now. Or we were. Now that before, before the rest because of all that shit that happened. We had, he had to turn it up a notch. Okay, my thing with Butler is that if he comes back with what with tragedy in his heart and wanting to prove something and wanting to fulfill that shit, that's just gonna be an extra ump for a guy like Butler that he should come back and like completely elevated and just wanting it because of this. Like he wants it, like he wants it this year, and he's gonna get it no matter what. Okay, so we gotta be playing like we are playing now. So when he comes back, you know he's coming back to a team capable of beating Milwaukee, beating the 76ers. We're going to face the Celtics one more fucking time. We got to beat the Celtics. We got to hand them at least one fucking loss, man, to just put that shit in their head. Because they've been kicking our asses in it, but they've been kicking the early te- the Heat team, not this Heat team. We got to come out to meet the Celtics like we did. And remember, the last time we played the Celtics, and we played them hard as fuck. But they, they, they ran off. Jimmy wasn't playing. The Celtics is a team that we got to face completely locked and loaded with everybody good, everybody 100%. Same thing with the Celtics. They can't beat us if Jason Tatum's not fucking playing. monkey shit <laughs> and I'll give them the respect that we can't beat them without Jimmy even though I believe we can with, with Bam and with Tyler with Bam and Tyler playing great I think we could be we could, we could be fucking the Celtics simply because Bam is the one guy that I feel is is Jason Tatum's kryptonite. 
Like, you know it. You know Jason Tatum hates going up against Bam. Or he loves it because it's, it's a, the ultimate competition. But Bam is the one guy that's consistently proven. He, he, puts him, he, puts him, he makes that guy work. He makes him work. You know, and every time that Jason Tatum gets selected for an all-star game as, like, a starter, and Bam has to come in as an alternate, that's just fire, bro, added to Bam. Fire, pure. White. Blazing hot like the sun. This team did a lot of good things tonight. Did a lot of good things last night. There's a lot of stuff that we can like kind of play with. There's a lot of stuff we can look forward to. Um, uh, yeah, who's who's next? When do we come out? I think we have like Orlando or some shit. No, we have like uh, I don't know. I think it's someone shitty. I don't remember what it was that we had. Oh, Pelicans. We go all west. It's the trip to the west. You know? And that's what's going to start off. The trip to the west is going to start off with our new seven-game series. Our, new, our next seven games. Let's check it out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. So the next seven games are going to be Pelicans on the 23rd, Friday, 8 p.m., in your face. Then on Monday against the Kings... Trailblazers at Trailblazers. This is all on the road. Okay? And then at Nuggets. So you're going to have one, two, three, four straight games on the road. And then we come back home for the Jazz, the Pistons, and then we go back on the road for the Mavericks. And end the, end the, the seven games on the road, March 7th. Check that out. Seven games, March 7th, at Mavericks. So this is the stretch. This is the next pack of games that we're looking at. We are not looking at the individual game. We are not looking at the Pelicans alone. We are not looking at the next game, the, the Kings. We are not looking at each other. We are looking at the total sum of these games. Can we come out of these next seven games with a with either four games in our pocket, so we win four out of seven, or more than four wins? We don't want three. We don't want two. We definitely don't want one. We want Four wins. A minimum of four wins on this next seven-game stretch. Okay? Because if we get four wins, then that's that's a series. You win four games in a seven-game series, you win the series. That's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to do. That's how you got to look at this team now. I'm telling you, it completely changes the way that you just view the game of basketball. And I'm sure other people do it. I'm sure other people look at it like that. They look at it like in 10 games and shit. But I really don't think it, it doesn't make sense to look at, a, uh, look at it in 10-game stretches anymore because we play seven-game series. So you got to see how a team does within seven games. And that's what, we, that's what you do. And, and I mean, I, it, the Kings is going to be a tough game. That's going to be playoff level. Pelicans, what, no. I, and we, we, come on. Trailblick, come on. Nuggets is the other playoff game. The Nuggets is a title game. The it's a title rematch. It's a rematch game. Then they came here and they kicked our ass. We gotta fucking beat them at fucking Denver, bro. I, that shit is so fucking hard to do. But out of out of this entire fucking shit, man, like if there's one game we gotta fucking win, bro, it's gotta be the Nuggets game. We've gotta somehow try. I, I you know what? I don't give a god right. I don't fucking care if we lose every goddamn game. 
I don't. I don't fucking give a goddamn shit if we lose to the Pelicans, the Kings, the Trailblazers, the Jazz, the Pistons, and the Mavericks. In this, in this seven games, I don't give a fuck as long as we beat the goddamn Nuggets. That's the only game that I'm interested in. So I, I don't give a fuck about the Kings. I don't give a fuck about Pelicans, Trailblazers, Jazz, Pistons. I don't give a fuck. The only game that matters in this seven-game stretch is the Nuggets. We gotta fucking make a statement there. That's a statement game. This whole fucking run is a statement run, man. Like if we 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 can, we gotta we gotta punch a lot of these Western teams in the mouth, man. Especially these teams, because these, the Mavericks, Kings, and the Nuggets are those those are the those are three top teams in the West. You know, so it's it's really important that we we fuck them up, man. And we gotta take one from the Nuggets, man. We can't we gotta split it with the Nuggets. We can't let the Nuggets fucking get away with this shit. Hell no. And I mean I mean everybody we're facing is like a top fucking team. I mean like in our in the Eastern Conference, the top I mean forty three and twelve is like insane. They're like you know, the Celtics are the best fucking team in the NBA right now. Um but the next top is 36 and 17. And 36 and 17, that's the Thunder, that's the Clippers, that's the Nuggets, and that's 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 literally three teams, the top teams in the West. After the Timberwolves. And that's basically the Timberwolves to total. First, top four teams are the equivalent to the fucking Cavaliers. And then you got the Bucks with 20 in the in Knicks and 76ers with 20 to 22 losses. And then you got the Heat at the end at sixth spot with 25 losses. Uh the first team to have 25 losses, or 26 losses, I guess. This is really weird. I guess they have a, I don't know why this is like this. But uh, Lakers have 26 losses, and they're number nine. So we'd be in ninth seed in the fucking West. Maybe like a 10th seed or some shit. We wouldn't even be in it. That's how fucking good the goddamn West is. You know, and we're on this road trip, we're going to face the Mavericks, who's seven, the Kings that are eight, and they're 31 and 23. And then we get the Nick the Nuggets at thirty six and eighteen. I mean, and then even the Trailblazers are, are fifteen and thirty eight. So that's a game we gotta win. We gotta win the Trailblazers game and the Pelicans. Look, what am I talking about? I'm like, I thought the Pelicans was getting the Pelicans at the bottom. And they're not. The Pelicans are, not, are six in the fuck. We are going to face the number six, seven, eighteen in the Western Conference. We're gonna we're gonna face the bottom of the playoff contenders. In their Western Conference, we're going to face the Pelicans, who's number six, the Mavericks, number seven, and the Kings at number eight. And then throw in the fucking goddamn Nuggets at number four. This is a monster, monster fucking road trip, okay? This is not a road trip that like, oh, well, if we lose these games, it doesn't affect us. No, no, no. This is a, mon- this is a road trip that we can lose all these games. Because these are all really good fucking teams. And we can drop from 30 and 25 back to fucking like 30 and 30. And we can't be fucking doing that shit. Okay, we can we can't afford to do that. Can't we can't afford to fall below the magic because the magic is just gonna keep winning. You know how it is. There's something's gonna happen. I don't know what to tell you. My expectation is that the 76ers are gonna drop and they're gonna drop fast because without Embiid, that team is not better than the Pacers. I don't think it's even better than the Bulls. It might be just as good as the Bulls. Uh, but the Heat should eclipse them into the five spot. Magic should eclipse them into the six spot. The Knicks have lost four, and they're at thirty-three and twenty-two. They they're 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 three behind the Heat, and three ahead of the Heat. And the Heat are just about to start ripping up a nice fucking streak right now, dude. They're gonna they're gonna start ripping some off. Um, 
See, the, the, in the last 10, the, the 76ers are 3-7. and seven. They're fucking falling. The Knicks are 5-5. Five and five. The Heat are 6-4. and four. The Magic are 7-3. and three. So we're, we're, these are two teams that are on the way up that are moving. The Cavaliers 9-1, I don't know what to tell you about that shit, bro. But I, I, I just, I don't know what to tell you about the Cavs. You know? I don't know what to tell you about them. If Mike Struess is fucking hot as shit, it's going to be hard to beat him. That's it. That's all you got to know. That's all you got to know. It has nothing else to do with anything. If Max Struess is fucking on fire, they're going to be tough to beat. We gotta match it. That's all we gotta do. More kick. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> wow. This kick is awful. I um I, I just don't want it to be like a scramble at the end, you know? I want to have a spot this year. You know. We're going to see actually. We're going to see how this team does coming off the All-Star break. Okay? Once they begin this next seven game stretch, if this team comes out hot and wins the Pelican game, wins the Sacramento game, and, and, and just keeps it going with the momentum, then I think it's best that we we, we, we just get a spot, forego the fucking playing game. Let's just get our spot, get our rest, get our time off so that way so that they can watch the playing game this year and they can get back out there and be healthier, be safer, and, and just, you know, start off like right there. You know, because you'll know that they that they can do that. So this is that's one thing to look out for when we start up again after the All Star break. How does the Heat come out of rest? Because I I, I fully am, am putting that in there, man. Like I, you know, if if it's best for us to do the All Star to to do the playing tournament so that we remain hot and loose, maybe we might need that. But. I don't want to. I I don't want to have backs against the wall shit. You know, like I, I don't like that. I hate that version of the Heat, where it's like they gotta have their backs against the wall to do anything, to like really put maximum effort and the effort that they're supposed to put out. They gotta have. They gotta feel the pressure. They gotta feel it. You know, they they're addicted to that shit. That's a thing. That's something that's like you know, something that unfortunately is like part of Heat culture is that. There is this very strong desire to feel pressure. So, like, you create your own pressure because you know you, you wanna you wanna make a game out of it, and you you and it's weird. It's I know that sounds crazy, and they I know they probably I don't know I'm sure they don't, but I feel like I've seen so many versions of this of of the Miami Heat from the time they started to now and and. Really focusing on, of course, you know, the time when Wade got on till now on the big three and all that, and up until now, and even after the big three, every fucking team that happened after the big three, like, ran into the same fucking problem, man, where they would play way, way better when they were, like, about to be bounced. And that's just this thing with the Heat, you know, and it's, now it's part of the culture, it's part of the lore, it's, it's what we do, you know, we... 
You go up on, you put fucking 20 points on us, and then fourth quarter, we fucking tie that shit up with fucking 15 seconds left. And you're like, what the fuck? We love to do this shit. We love to fucking go up 20 and then let you back in the game. Oh, we love that shit. We love to go up 20 and let you back in the game. Oh, one of the most amazing things that we do. Professional level. I'm sorry, it's just the cake is really good. So is the coffee. Slurping. What to look forward to? Are you going to watch the All Star? No, I'm not going to watch any of that. Why? Oh, you know, they're going to have the thing of the the of the of girl versus Steph Curry. I'm going to watch that. Yeah, I'll watch that for sure. I'll for sure watch that. That's going to be fun. I guess I'll watch Alquez and the dunk thing. That's right, he's in it. But I, the All-Star game, I'm like, eh, whatever. Oh, you know what? But you, there is a reason to watch this here because they're going to have the court. The court's going to be all, like, uh, weird and, you know, fucking LED and all that kind of shit. So I want to see that because... I think they should incorporate gambling into that, like where if a certain spot arises on the court and someone takes a shot from him and it makes it, the like uh, you know a, a section in the fucking stadium wins a bunch of shit, or uh, 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 you know there's a ten thousand dollar donation to a fucking uh, thing, and then and then once the like the, the thing comes up. The American public using like an NBA app or a sanctioned app, you know, that's tied to like a um, uh, the state, you know, like whatever gambling uh, sports book is, you know, the biggest in the state uh, or whichever one, you know, uh, and you use their app to do bets so you can watch the game and you can place bets. Um, the, the only thing is, is that you'd have to try, you'd have to get a live feed on that shit because there is always a delay, you know, because they have to delay the cursing and all that stuff like that and blah, 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 blah. And that's where I would be like, you know what? I think you'd have to, I think it'd be, you'd have to have it at a live feed. Like, that's the only drawback to this is that, and I don't see it as a drawback. I see it as, well, if we're going to allow gambling into, like, imagine if, like Pat McAfee hosted this shit. And it was Pat McAfee hosting, you know, you're watching the NBA All-Star Game, and he's got, like, guests, like, the same way he does, or you know, when you watch uh, uh, the Manning cast, or you have the Mannings do it, you know, and whatever. Or you have Pat McAfee and the Mannings. And then bring somebody, some somebody, somebody else, you know, to, you know, to, you know, mix it up. You know what I mean? And, and so... Uh, yeah, you bring exactly. You bring John Leguizamo there. That's what I mean. Uh, so you, <laughs> you, uh, you have them host the show, and then like as this goes on, you know, you the LED lights up, and then like you're watching this live feed. So and you you have it hosted by these certain guys because there's gonna be cursing. And this version of the broadcast has to be the adult broadcast. Where it's like the rated R broadcast. That's only available on a certain app, or it's only available on Peacock or whatever the fuck. And uh, and then you go and you and you can watch it. And that's an option. 
The same way that like you unlock rated R version, rated R adult content on Disney Plus, let us be able to unlock adult content on ESPN. And then that way you run the live feed, so you have a live feed, so if people curse, people curse, people streak, people streak, people get new, people get new, whatever the fuck, it happens. Deal with it after. People are going to watch it. And people are going to be able to bet on it from their homes using an app. And then you put a cap on how much people can bet so that you people don't go crazy. Like, you put up a, a cap of, like, you know, you can only a maximum bet per fucking bet. And then, like, you know, during the game, you can only bet a certain amount. So you have to make a deposit of how much you're going to bet for the game. Uh, and you can only put in so much. Or, no, don't. Don't put a cap on it. Fuck it. Let's go crazy. I keep eating the cake. I'm sorry. I'm trying to save the cake for like after I finish. But I keep eating it. It's just really good. So is the coffee. So that's what I would do with the All-Star game. I turned into a fucking like just gambling fucking... Uh, fucking hypnotizing shit where I, I'd also make their bets cheap I'd make it like 50 cents you know you bet like pennies and quarters and shit and then that way you can you can bet like throughout the whole game and you just make it super fucking cheap and you can give it to a lot of people and, and, and then the more people that you have you know you, you still make in a fuck ton of money and it all goes to charity or it all goes to some you know some abuela in Kansas City I think that's three hits with the Beats Monkey. <sighs> You'll know more than me. <coughs> Sorry. So, uh, we're about <coughs> 123 in, so I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to cut it here because I'm going to jump right into um, Marvel's Assembled. Marvel Lights Assembled. I'm going to do a Marvel Lights Assembled. And, because uh, I'm going to keep talking. And I want to talk about what Marvel's doing. I want to talk about what's happening with DC. I want to talk about all that shit, but I don't want to do it under Miami Heat. Go through that. So we're going to wrap things up here. And we're going <coughs> to freak out. And uh, we will see you back here after the Pelicans game. Uh, on the 23rd. Uh, we'll, we'll do Hiko to returns there. And then we're just going to try and really... We're gonna, I'm going to try my best, man. I got to try and really do every single fucking game of Hiko Tuda, bro. And just really bang out the rest of this fucking season, man. There's a bunch of games for the rest of the season. I really want to have a nice chunk of Hiko Tuda. So I'm really going to try and do every game, win or lose. I know I said uh, I am not going to do losing games, but I really should try and do more games. I, gotta, I just got to have more content, you know? So that's what we're going to do. And... Um, yeah, I mean, things are good right now. You know who this team is. You know who this team is. You know the level this team can reach. And you know that we still have a ton of work to do on this team. Even with these two great wins, 
you ha- should you should know that there's a ton of stuff we still need to work on. I love the defense that we've been playing. We played these last two games in this against these people because that was playoff defense. That wasn't the defense that we've seen at all this season. Especially what we did to the Bucks and Giannis. That was some next level shit that I got. I want to watch that game again. I just haven't had a, a chance, uh, and I, I should probably. I, sh- I might do it later on tonight. But that was next level fucking defense what we did to Giannis and we did that team. You know that was crazy. So, I, and I felt that that was a fuck you to Doc Rivers because Doc Rivers was talking shit about how they did some new defense or something or debuting it, and all of a sudden we saw some shit that we've never seen the Heat do. I've never seen them do that shit that they were doing. I've seen them build the wall, but not trap it, not not build walls on everybody. It was crazy, uh, and even today, I didn't really see a lot of that today. I didn't see a lot of that, so that's something that they just specifically brought out of their pocket just to fuck with that guy. So, you know what I mean? But uh, you should be, you should be, you should feel good. You should not worry about the individual game. Okay, you should not worry about the individual loss. You should now be convinced that we. Only we worry about the series, the seven game packs, okay? The packs of seven games, which we have a few. I'm not going to count it right now. Uh, but it's basically the next seven games, which is the equivalent to like a, a series. And this is going to be a tough motherfucking stretch, bro, because we basically have the six, the seven, and the eight, and the four. That's who we're facing. We're facing the six, the seven, and the eight of the Western Conference who those teams are basically as good as our two, three, and four. Okay, so if we can come out of this seven games with four wins, you know, theoretically we win the series. So that's why it's it's a positive, it's a plus. Great, perfect. If we can win more than four games, that sends a message. That says a lot. But right now, even with all that said, all that said and all that is like, okay, we got it. This is our this is our mission, right? Okay? Even with all that said, I'm going to repeat it again. The only thing that really should fucking matter is that we beat the fucking Nuggets at Denver on the 29th at 10 p.m. That is the fucking game to mark on your calendar. Circle that shit because we got to go win those, that place and we got to put it to those guys. We gotta find a way to win that game. I don't care about the Jazz game. I don't care about Trailer. I don't care about the Kings. I don't care about the Pelicans. I don't care about the Mavericks. I don't care about the Pistons. I care about winning the Nuggets game. That's what I care about. Okay? So, boom. We got that. And that's what we all should care about. That's what they should care about. I don't give a fuck about any of that. Nuggets. If we can win against the fucking Nuggets, bro, me voy a sentir un poquito mal. Okay? So, boom. We got that. Back here at the Pelicans, Friday the 23rd. Um, stay tuned because, well, not, I mean, obviously not because podcasters, it is a, you know, uh, people listening to the podcast are not going to fucking, well, you know what? Yeah, because, you know, you'll be able to, I'm going to upload it to uh, to Marvel Lights Assembled. Um, I'll upload it to Studio Mogra, so um, I'll figure some shit out and you'll you'll see it. I don't, I don't remember where, it, where it's at, but I'll figure it out. But you'll see it, uh, and if not, you can check it out on YouTube, uh, the Marvel Lights Assembled. I'm going to just do a quick show, and yeah, man, because I, I, there's just so much to talk about, so much to talk about, and there's a, there's a change in the air, there's, there's a change in the smell of the air in the, in the comic world, so I know it's time to get back in it.
So yeah, um, are we good? Are we freaking out yet? Why are you freaking out? We're not, we're not good yet. We're not done yet. We're doing it now. All right? He cultura. He cultural. He cultura. He cultura. He cultura. However you say it, that's how you say it. Now and forever, I don't make the rules. I just make the rules. I am Studio Mogul Studio M-O-G-U-R-A. Hit me up at the PayPal. Hit me up at the Cash App. All donations go toward the making of my independent film and my independent animated pilot. Buy my book, Full Moon Nights, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble for the hardcover. Chronicle of the Miami rave scene in the early 2000s and my misadventures as a raver going to this rave called Full Moon Nights. Mature audiences only. I'm serious about that shit. There's a lot of fucked up shit. There's drug taking. There's sex. There's doing fucked up shit. And you know what it is. So please. Uh, check out octotaco.com which is my blog and also my comic shop. So if you see anything that you like, you purchase it there or you can send me a message and we'll finagle. Check out my T Public shop, T Public slash uh, Studio Mogra or slash something and something. Like that. Just search T Public Studio Mogra and you'll find it. Uh, th- where you can get the uh, original He Cultura T-shirt and on my also also my other designs. Please support that. It's a great way to support me. But the easiest way to support me is via Last QR Code, which is my uh, Spotify playlist and my discography that goes back to 1999 up until last year with my latest release, The Reflection Binds You from Seeing the Truth. That is the easiest way to support me. Listen to my music. <clears throat> play my beats. Um, enjoy them. You have permission to play them in the background of all your stuff. You know, just play it from the Spotify. Or, or you know what? Buy, the, buy it on my Bandcamp. Go to my Bandcamp. Bandcamp. I, know, I just noticed that right now that I don't have the Bandcamp link up. I just noticed that this whole time that we've been doing that, I don't have the Bandcamp link. I, I, that's what I've been missing. Ah, that's awesome. But uh, hit my Bandcamp. El Topo Miami uh, Bandcamp.com or something like that. Or just look up El Topo uh, and uh, El Topo Miami. You'll see it. You'll find You'll know it's me. And uh, check that out. And just buy my track on Bandcamp and you can play it. I don't care. But it's better just if, you know, if you're going to run that, just run it from the Spotify. Throw a couple ads in there. doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? No one's going to care. So yeah. So we will be back here Friday, February 23rd. After the Heat Pelicans, is that going to be a, a late one? Yeah, it's going to be, it's an 8 p.m. start, so that's going to be, you know, but it's Friday, bro. The fuck? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just like that. But the Kings one's going to be tough because that's 10 p.m., so we're talking about really late night, Hiko Duda. Really late night. Is that a back-to-back? The Trailblazers? Ooh, and it's a back-to-back with the Trailblazers. Ooh, so five, five, four, ten, again, 10 p.m. That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. We might lose that Trailblazers game. I don't know. But I think I, I, <laughs> I think we can come out swinging and we can win a couple of these. I think we can definitely win a, a very... But I really want to win that Nuggets game. I really do. All right, so we will be back here then. Check us out. And uh, most importantly, you know what? Don't freak out. Just freak out. <laughs>